This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to episode 159, part four, folks, part four. All right, let's continue here at MaritimeProfessional.com. We're going to get through the rest of this. There's a video. We're not going to look at that uh, today. It is in my library now because I downloaded it the other day when I came across this article and was reviewing it for you, ladies and gentlemen. But it says here, next steps. With the NDT barge installed at the end of 2020 during the height of COVID land, the high school theater production, Knofton said his startup, just started really marketing itself in spring of 2021. And the next steps include first the standardization of the design so it can be replicated with increasing ease and efficiency globally in the years to come. Quote, we are in design work with Elliott Bay right now to take all of this custom work and create a classic modular construction and deployment capability, end quote, said Knofton, noting that talks are ongoing with ports globally, from Ireland to Australia, France to Africa. And in the coming 24 to 36 months, he hopes to get 10 more built. And you can see a um, picture right there, one of these things. It says, uh, according to Michael Kempilta, he's the VP of Strategic Expansion. It says, from a naval architecture side, I would say in one respect, nothing's really different about this barge from most of the barges out there. Uh, noting that NDT units are designed and built to ocean marine standards, he said, so that barge can be pulled anywhere on the planet and stand up to the ocean environment, mobilized and remobilized anywhere in the world, end quote. And there's a picture of this barge here being pulled uh, through the water. Now, let's just look at the pros and cons, because I think it's important to understand this. This is coming from inside their industry. So let's take a look at what they've identified uh, as the pros and cons. It says uh, water-based versus land-based data centers. Project Nautilus is the first commercial waterborne data center commissioned in December 2020 and located in the port of Stockton, California. According to Jim Knofton, CEO of Nautilus Data Technologies, barge-based data centers offer a number of quantifiable business and environmental advantages versus land-based centers. While he discussed the drawbacks, too, he is quick to point out that, quote, our business model was to eliminate the cons, end quote. The pros, sustainable. Natural water cooling versus chilled air systems help reduce electric water and chemical consumption. A near zero impact facility. So, in reality, I mean, there is some 
uh, something to this. They do have to figure out how to make data centers be, quote unquote, sustainable. They know this because if they completely use up all the resources, all the electricity and such uh, to run their prison planet, then that's it. Their prison planet doesn't exist anymore. So they are working on this. It says mobile and flexible. Data centers can float in and out with minimal port shore infrastructure needs. All right. Prefabrication. Everything could be built and tested in a controlled environment, the shipyard. And then they can ship these things, obviously, all over the place. It says old ports, new markets. In the developed world, the Panamax ports get bigger. The mid-sized ports have capacity. NDT and its barge-based data centers can help restore economic opportunity. In the developing world, the core of these countries' economic resiliency is in their ports with industrial facilities at the shoreline. All right, so they've already got the uh, technology there in the ports. It says the cons, mindset. This is new geography for the client, can often said, with the data center sitting in a port or industrial area instead of the more expensive commercial real estate side of town, right? And then they're going to have to figure this out because, as you know, with Google and Amazon, they've got layers of security and everything else. So what are they going to do? Have armed guards on this thing at all times? Yeah, the answer is probably yes. Uh, And then also under the cons, water. It says, while waterfront proximity for cooling is a striking advantage it could also be a concern as land-based facilities don't have a circulating water loop inside the data hall the solution tried and tested maritime technique and technology found in everything from tankers to aircraft carriers quote as an added layer of assurance for our customers we can show them how this closed loop operates under about half a bar of negative pressure that means if something happened like a hose popped or a valve was open air gets sucked in instead of water coming out the entire system is redundant end quote all right so this is barge data centers again there's a video here if you guys find this article you want to take a look at it have at it folks i'll eventually show you all right now i'm going to go over to datacentermagazine.com all right and this is an article from march 2022 and this is top underground data centers i'm just showing you all the unique ones because you're seeing the warehouses pop up but we have them underground we have the data barges we're working on space working on skyscrapers i just want to show it all to you so you understand it and then we'll uh, eventually get into the metals and the plastics and stuff needed to build all of the servers here folks all right so this says uh we list the top 10 data centers built underground from companies such as Iron Mountain, Bluebird, and Subtropolis, which also is the most secure. Data centers are facilities providing companies with the space to store their data in temperature-controlled environments. Most data centers are located above ground, but what about those below the surface? Uh, We list the top 10. It says, uh, number one, Iron Mountain's WPA1 data center. And there's a video here too. Uh, Again, I've got, um, I've already downloaded these videos. It says, the first data center on our list is Iron Mountain's WPA1 facility in Western Pennsylvania. According to Iron Mountain, WPA is located 220 feet underground and uses a natural lake for cooling optimizing energy efficiency 
while offering the highest levels of security and protection. Uh, do you think that they plan this? Does it seem like what they're doing is haphazard or they've, they've got their system under control here? To me, it seems like they know what they're doing, but, but that's just my take on it, folks. Just my take on it. All right, let's look. Number two, Bluebird Network's underground data center. At 85 feet below the ground, Bluebird Network's underground data center is situated closer to the surface than Iron Mountains. This facility is based in Springfield, Missouri, and offers an N plus one cooling system, which saves more than 150, I don't know what that is, MN gallons of water per year. It has 125,000 of expansion space and 11,000 square feet of white space. Number three on this list, we have Subtropolis, the most secure underground data center in the world, a mission-critical campus for purpose-built data centers. Subtropolis, Subtropolis is one of the most secure underground centers in the world with armed security, monitored video surveillance, card and pin access and a solid limestone structure six times stronger than concrete it offers customers 400,000 square feet of available underground space what kind of data do you think they're storing in these things folks these underground bunkers number four cavern technologies underground facility Cavern Technologies Underground Data Center is located 125 feet below the Midwest Prairie in Kansas City. It has a custom-built HVAC for cooling and offers cloud and connectivity solutions through strategic partnerships with multiple carriers. Uh, and all these have videos, folks. You have the Leftdal Mine, first opened in 2016. The Left Isle Mine is a data center with 75 underground halls and is located in the region of Song Og Fajordain between Malloy and Nord uh, Jerfad. It is located next to a deep, cold Fajord with a stable and ample supply of price-leading CO2 natural uh, ener or neutral energy hydroelectric it has a leading european cooling solution providing a pue range of 1.08 to 1.15 depending on ups configuration and scale of capacity see some of this stuff i i don't even know what they're talking about but here here's the next one this is the info bunker Sixty-five thousand square feet info bunker in iowa operates in a government communications bunker purpose-built by the military to house sensitive electronic gear during the Cold War, combining commercial technology with military-grade reliability, InfoBunker provides the most secure and reliable location for off-site data center co-location and hosting needs. It has two N plus two fully redundant air handling and cooling systems and backup underground 17,000-gallon water-based fire suppression. Do, uh, do these <laughs> i mean some are built by the military uh, we're worried about an alien takeover ladies and gentlemen an alien takeover what the hell do you think is going on here on planet earth just 
popping up data centers all over the place. This is Stratospace, number seven, buried 65 feet underground in Louisville, Kentucky. Stratospace is a 500,000 square foot data center facility with approximately 250,000 square feet of raised data center floor space. Features include an automated air ventilation system capable of changing the air in the facility six times every hour. It also has an underground generator room designed to support 24 milliwatts of backup generator power or megawatts, sorry, of generator power and an underground fuel area that can hold up to 125,000 gallons of diesel. Folks, let this sink in. I'm going to be right back. There's a few more of these. And then we're going to look at the skyscraper data centers. It does not stop, folks. They need to house the data. As that gentleman who's building the barge ones, these modular barge data centers said, they need to be able to house and process all that data in order to run the smart cities, to run the smart planet ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust to gold with the dust to gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right. So we're back here at datacentermagazine.com. We're looking at number eight. This is the Westland Bunker. This Texas-based Westland Bunker is a nuclear shelter turned data center consisting of a four-story 100,000 square foot office building and a total of 140,000 square feet of underground data center space the nuclear bunker was converted to the data center in 2014 i guess we don't have to be afraid of the nukes anymore Uh, but we definitely have to protect our data ladies and gentlemen our data is important Uh, number nine we have the green mountain data centers dc1 stavanger this is the dc1 stavanger by green mountain data centers it's a tier three certified mountain hall data center in a former high security nato ammunition storage facility built inside a mountain with a total of 22,600 meters squared of space available The main data center consists of six mountain halls, each with two-story concrete buildings built within the mountain. The infrastructure has been designed to be expanded up to two times 26 megawatts. Notice all these old, uh, so-called old, old, retired military bases and forts and bomb shelters being converted into data centers. Would you say that the data is important to them would you say that the data runs the technocratic smart planet i think that is a safe assumption to make folks i would say so especially since you have all these generals 
military guys out there talking about this as well. It's not just the typical technocrats that we see. It's also the military guys talking about the data running the world. We're going to get into some uh, drone tech and things like that that these folks are running, and they run off of data. Everything runs off of data. All right, so this is number 10, the Banoff Pioneer Data Center. It says, resembling the lair of a James Bond villain, Banoff's Pianon Data Center in Stockholm, Sweden, is a former Cold War bunker. There's another. Located 30 meters under solid bedrock. It is said to be able to withstand the blast from a hydrogen bomb. And if for any reason the power goes out, a backup supply is provided by two German submarine engines. Inside there is a false waterfall, indoor jungle plants, fog, and a conference room with an image of the moon's surface on the floor. What do you think that uh, they got in here? Are they housing like the products from your underwear catalog? What's inside these uh, former bunkers? Uh, Before we move on here, we're just going to play one of these videos. I'm not going to run it through my video player. I'm just going to play it right here on the screen, and it should work because I routed the audio over. Uh, This is the first one, Iron Mountain's WPA1 Data Center. Let's just take a look quickly, see uh, what we've got here. Welcome to the Iron Mountain Underground Data Center, located in Western Pennsylvania. Our 200-acre underground campus, located 220 feet below the Earth's surface, features aquifer and low ambient temperatures for efficient cooling. The underground Western Pennsylvania data center is ideal for establishing hybrid IT production, storage, and disaster recovery IT environments. Customers must first pass through a secure checkpoint with metal detectors staffed 24-7 by vetted, background-checked Iron Mountain officers. Iron Mountain Network Operations Center, or NOC, is staffed 24 hours a day by highly skilled engineers for maximum awareness and responsiveness to customer needs. Highly secure organizations, including federal agencies and 95% of the Fortune 1000, choose Iron Mountain. By doing so, you can reduce data center total cost of ownership by 30% or more when compared to in-house data centers. If you're thinking about moving to the cloud for backup, archive, or disaster recovery, what better way to ensure your data is protected than having it housed in a secure, underground, resilient data center with advanced network and encryption? We maintain existing compliance frameworks with many of our 230,000 plus customers, eliminating the need to onboard a new strategic technology supplier. Iron Mountain will work with you to deliver the services you need on time, on budget, and as advertised. 
we invite you to tour it in person. <laughs> we should go there and tour it in person, folks. I mean, first off, I'm going to tell them, hey, you guys need a, a better video. That's kind of boring. That's kind of boring. But no, seriously, look. Uh, look at what he was just saying. I mean, you got federal contractors, Fortune 1000s, they're putting in there for disaster recovery. This is to to protect them, like I said, if a solar flare comes and blows out the technocratic prison planet system, you know, an act of God, they want to protect from that. Uh, they, what the heck? Let's look at Bluebird Network's underground data center. Let's see. When the mission critical data and applications that keeps your business running need to be accessible 24-7 and secure, really secure, you'll want it stored in the Bluebird Underground Data Center. Unique and geographically diverse, the underground is network dense with multiple points of entry. We're located just outside the town of Springfield, Missouri, just a short drive from key Midwest markets with direct flights from major cities across the U.S. Because Bluebird's world-class facility is located 85 feet below ground level and completely surrounded by solid limestone, your valuable data is protected from tornadoes, earthquakes, lightning, and other natural or man-made disasters that leave above-ground facilities vulnerable. The underground is a carrier-neutral facility, and Bluebird owns our own fiber network, so your connectivity choices are made even easier. We're a true one-stop shop. Ask us about our remote hand services, which save your business time and money. And learn more about Bluebird's Cloud Connect product, a fast, simple, and secure way to gain access to more than 220 of the world's most popular cloud service providers. Of course, our facility features multiple layers of physical security, including 24-7 guard stations, keycard access, video monitoring, and biometric scanning. We also adhere to restrictive access policies for each customer space, providing an additional layer of security within each zone of the facility. Altogether, the Bluebird Underground Data Center encompasses nearly 80,000 square feet, built to N plus one standards at all levels, and uniquely designed to locate all critical infrastructure within our temperature and humidity controlled space. That includes our battery-driven, uninterrupted power supply, and these three Rolls-Royce generators, which provide six megawatts of power and produce enough energy to power a small town. They are the ultra-reliable life support for your critical data because all client data and hardware resides within our subterranean limestone enclosed location it's protected from power outages water damage and more that's how we're able to provide our customers with a hundred percent uptime guarantee that confidence is further ensured by being a SOC 2 Type 2 certified data center, one of the highest levels attainable for ensuring security and consistency. Our data rooms and critical areas are also protected by an FM200 fire suppression system and VESDA detectors throughout. These sample the air in real time to detect second-to-second -second changes in air ionization to eliminate the risk of fire taking hold. Of course, these data security measures provide tremendous peace of mind, but Bluebird also leverages the special underground location to limit our ecological impact. Hot and cold aisle containment keeps equipment cool and ensures operational efficiency. Our closed-loop water cooling system saves more than 150 million gallons of water each day. 
and the facility is powered by more than 40% renewable energy sources. They ensure your business and your data are never interrupted. When combined with Bluebird Network's advanced networking, years of world-class industry experience, and state-of-the-art infrastructure, Bluebird Underground's unmatched data protection and security makes this the last stop on your search for data center solutions. Robust, reliable, scalable, secure. Bluebird Underground Data Center. Below ground, above standards. Yeah, folks. So, uh, I mean, look, we just looked at two right there. We looked at two companies with these underground uh, bunker data centers. Uh, and, and there's a video for, let's see, I think everyone but two of these. And we're not going to watch them all because they're all fairly similar. But it goes to show you, uh, does it not, that this data is uh, very important to these folks. I would say very, very important to these folks, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why they are working so hard to uh, protect it, to protect it. Now, this is the next one we're going to look at, which is datacenterdynamics.com. This is uh, Build It High, the rise of multi-story data centers. All around the world, data center builders are finding they have to build upwards, creating new opportunities and challenges. Written in January 2019, folks, four years ago, by Tonvin Dawn Hiscox and Peter Judge. It says here, multi-story buildings are nothing new. People have lived in the tower block since the days of the Roman Empire, but we have been reluctant to house our servers there until now. More than 2,000 years ago, apartment buildings or insulae in the Roman Empire reached seven stories high and may have gone as high as 10, although they were uh, unstable, and rich residents chose the lower fours rather than the penthouse suites. Oh, how times have changed, ladies and gentlemen. Steel construction allowed buildings to break the 10-story limit in the 1880s, and cities around the world have not looked back. Here is the way to get more people and businesses into the productive hubs of humanity. The productive hubs of humanity. Pack them in like sardines. It says, despite this, most data center facilities have resolutely remained at street level. The majority are in the single-story constructions. There are several obvious reasons for this. These facilities rely on heavy-duty electrical and air conditioning equipment. Lifting that up to a higher floor is an effort to be avoided if possible. Similarly, it is easier to lay on supplies of water, diesel fuel, and electricity at ground level. People live higher up because they need or want to be closer together. And because land is expensive in the city, many data centers have the option to live out of town thanks to the fast communications networks they use. Like a teleworking executive, they can choose to live in comparative luxury. Right. So with the speed of uh, moving that data through the wires, the data centers don't have to be in the middle of the city. Of course, now they can just pull them right up to the port and uh, plug it in, the heart and brain of the technocracy. It says, uh, but that is changing. 
Some customers require low latency for applications used by city workers. So their servers have to be in town. That means uh, the speed at which tasks can be completed over the fiber wires or the Wi-Fi. says there's a substantial history of multi-story data centers in locations like London, New York, and Paris. And on a small urban island like Singapore, there will soon be literally no option but to build upwards. And even out-of-town network hubs are starting to get overcrowded. Loudoun County in Northern Virginia became a huge nexus for data centers because there was massive network bandwidth located in a region known for sprawling, sparsely populated farms. Right, So they kill all the farms. <laughs> they destroy all the farms that they complain are the polluters because the farms took uh, nature, took a forest, plowed down the trees, and then built a farm. So they complain they're, they're polluters. Then they go in, they buy all the farms, and either they build these disgusting fake townhome Lego communities like all over here, or they just put in a giant warehouse, fill it up with a bunch of electronics, a bunch of water, a bunch of electricity, and build a server farm to power a smart city. But the farmers were the polluters, folks. The farmers were the polluters. Give me a break, ladies and gentlemen. Do you see what's happening here? They're going out to sea. They're going up in the air. They're going underground. They're covering Earth with this stuff. This is to house the data. This is what these guys need. All right, when I get back, let's finish this up on the skyscrapers. I'm going to show you their plans for space. And then we're going to have a quick conversation with Glenda about Yuval Noah Harari and data. And then everything else that's sitting here on my desk on data centers. I'll move that over to tomorrow's show. I'll finish it up. I don't want to be on data centers for too long, but I do want to show you some of the tech behind the servers, uh, the equipment, the supplies, the natural resources needed, and then you can make your own best judgment. Are they going to run out? We're magically going to be freed of this, or are these folks going to keep building this technocratic hellhole all around us? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 